0: It's your radio, the future of radio.
1: Good evening, folks. Tonight we will delve into that nasty little critter which has become near epidemic on the East Coast, can be found all over the United States, can make your life a living hell, and it's only the size of a pinhead. What kind of creature can create this kind of havoc? You guessed it. It's the female deer tick which can carry Lyme disease. Tonight our special guest is MoBA Babicki, she was tick bit over 18 years ago, and Lyme disease was a pretty much unknown entity then. Mo's physical and emotional health has been seriously affected. If you or a loved one has Lyme disease, we invite you to join Mo, Corey, and I tonight as we talk about the effects of Lyme disease, how you can avoid getting Lyme if you do have Lyme disease, if you are a tick bit, then you need to go to the doctor. Our friend, uh, our special guest tonight, Moba Picky, is the owner of Lyme Alert Incorporated. She wants to get the word out to all of you about how to avoid ticks, how to avoid Lyme disease, and what to do if you are infected with Lyme disease. She has created this great little kit called Tick-Tactic. Say that fast five times, boys and girls. Tick-Tactic, Tick-Tactic, Tick-Tactic. I can only do three. So, Mo...
0: Welcome to yeah. the show. Yes.
1: We're awesome. glad that you can be here tonight.
0: Oh. Um,
1: my understanding is that 18 years ago you lived in Maine, and you were probably gardening because I understand you love to garden, and you were picked mm-hmm. at.
0: Yes, I was.
1: <laughs> for many years you knew that something was wrong with you. Am I correct?
0: Yes, I knew, but uh, it was hard to be believed. So it um, actually happened. Um, it'll be 19 years this October.
1: Wow! And
0: I was out um, planting daffodils in my garden, and um, I saw this little uh, spot on my just above my knee, and it, it bit me. And um, I realized it was a tick. And I I remember going in and talking to my family and saying, I can't believe that I was bitten by a tick today. Because I had known of ticks since when I was a child, but they bit the dogs. And and even if we ran into the fields, we never got bitten by ticks. So this was, um, I I felt quite insulted. But the tick had the last laugh, I guess.
1: (laughs) I guess you could say that.
0: So um,
1: primarily you were bit by this tick. Then what happened? Did you get that bullseye rash that everybody knows about?
0: Um, yes, I was fortunate, um, quote unquote. I did get the big bullseye rash. It happened about 24 hours later. And um, the rash um, was really very distinctive. And it does, I believe it had a white center with the tick bite in the middle. And then it's, it was bright red on the outside. It was quite big, maybe uh, four or five inches in diameter. It was a, it was a big thing. It sounds and, perfect. Um, yeah. And then um, it went away. But um, why I say I was fortunate is because um, only about 40 to 60% of the people who get bitten by a deer tick and contract Lyme disease get the bullseye rash. Not everyone gets it. So people can go on for years and years never having a time when they know that they were bitten. So um, that was an advantage to me, to know the time. And, um then i uh i started feeling really sick my head was just killing me and i, I how long did that
1: take before you started feeling really sick after you took the bull I, bite was that a short term thing
0: yeah i think it was only 7 or 10 days or something it wasn't it wasn't very long afterwards and of course i thought i had the flu i had no idea of the significance of a tick bite and uh but this headache and this um tremendous fatigue and this aching all over wouldn't go away so I went to see my family doctor and um he gave me a dosage of antibiotics um I'm not sure which one it was um and um uh, I saw I took those and felt a little better and then I got sick again and I went in to see him and he said I I said what's wrong with me I, I cannot function I I can't work I can't sleep I ache all over um you know my head feels like it's going to blow up what is wrong with me and he said i think you have lyme disease and i said what's that back then he said that yes he was a pretty excellent doctor he did but he did not treat lyme disease um he sent me to an infectious disease specialist and um the infectious disease specialist um I remember going into his office and just having trouble walking from the waiting room, which was not very far, into his office. And he said uh, to me, you really don't feel that bad, do you? And, uh, you know, it wasn't like I, I didn't have other things to do. I had two businesses going at the time, and I had a family, and my two kids were graduating from high school. I had plenty of things to do besides visit with him. But Oh, that? Um, yeah, that was a very bad experience. So. He um, tested me, and the test came out negative, and um, that's not uncommon. We know now that it's not uncommon to, I believe it was what's called an ELISA test, for a test to come out negative, even if you do have Lyme disease.
1: Um, so, may I ask you, uh, that was that was approximately almost 19 years ago. Are the tests better now for Lyme disease, or are they um, the same tests?
0: They're... They're still not terribly good. The ELISA test is still unreliable. The one that I and that's the one they give, um, kind of as a matter of routine. Okay. Um, if you want, uh, um, there are other tests that are better. Um, one of them I don't. I think it's called CD57, but I just I really don't know about that one. But the other one I do know about is um, uh, the Western blot test, and um, that test tests. Uh, your reaction to certain antibodies that cause Lyme. But even there, my test came out negative, even though I had Lyme in my system, because the standards are set um, by the CDC, uh, the federal government, and if you don't have a certain number of bands that test positive, which I didn't, um, you come out negative. Ah. So, and I said to my doctor, I said, well, why would I have any Lyme in there at all if I didn't have Lyme disease? And he said, that's my recent doctor, my Lyme doctor now. And he said, exactly. So that even now there's still controversy um, about the testing, which is very unfortunate because this is a critical disease. It can ruin your life.
1: So. Well, how has, it, how has it changed your life? Um, if, if I remember correctly, you... Um grew up, had a, a nice childhood, you went to college, you had uh, some famous roommates or, or friends, and your life was looking pretty rosy, um, and then you were TickBit. What was your life like after that? Were you able to continue on in the way you felt that your life was going to be?
0: Um, no, I've, I've always, um, since that time, I have what I call faltered. Uh, I start going, and then I fall flat on my face. I can't get up. I'm too tired. I can't concentrate. Um, I I had two businesses. One was a retail store, and and I I, I remember going upstairs and just laying on the floor upstairs because I was in so much pain. All my muscles ached horribly. So I sold that, and um, I... Sold the other business I had, which was a manufacturing operation that made wool capes, and um, and um, things just haven't uh, haven't been the same. I I spent years and years looking to find out what was wrong with me. I was told um, by a rheumatologist that if I lost thirty pounds, I would my legs and feet wouldn't hurt. I was told um, that it was all in my head. Um, I was told that um chronic fatigue epstein barr um what else was I diagnosed with fibromyalgia um, fibromyalgia, yes that's very that's a good old yeah. catch all yeah, and um i I thought I had a heart attack, um I went into the hospital, and um you know, my heart was racing, I couldn't breathe, and um so they did the heart attack tests, and they did the echocardiogram, and they said I didn't have a heart attack, and um, the doctor looked at me and said, I hope you feel better in the morning. And it uh, <laughs> made me wonder what was going to change, that I was going to feel better in the morning. Not At that time, I did not know. I didn't know that I had chronic Lyme disease. I knew I had been bitten by a tick. I told every single doctor that I went to over the years that I had Lyme disease. And they all said, that doesn't matter. And they ran the ELISA test, which always came out negative and um, then they sent me on my merry way. So um, it wasn't that they didn't perceive that there was something wrong with me um, mm-hmm. because they, they said something was wrong, and a, a number of doctors advised me that they would sign forms for disability insurance, whatever I needed, but they had no idea what it was, and they never did look at the line further than the ELISA test.
1: Wow. So so now you sold your businesses, your family
0: was pretty much grown up. Um, I knew I was tired, um and um I wanted to take a little time off because I, I had worked hard, I was a single mom, so I'd worked hard for a long time, got the kids through college and I wanted to take some time off. And um and that didn't really happen <laughs> as life sometimes goes. Um My um, husband or ex-husband now um, wanted to buy a business, so we bought it together, and unfortunately he left, and so I was left to run the business. And it was a very fascinating business in a fascinating place, but I still had the same problem of getting the flu very often, Um, chronic Lyme manifests. Is it it, it actually the
1: flu, or is it just – I've been told, and, and I don't know this for a fact because I haven't experienced it, but I've been told that, that you get these flu like symptoms and that they are worse than any flu you've ever really had. Is that is that true?
0: Um, well, since I've had Lyme I don't think I've gotten the flu. <laughs> okay. but,
1: see, there's it's in everything.
0: Yes, yes, and I don't get colds because I think my immune system is just on overdrive. But um I don't know if they're worse than anything. I don't know what anything is. But I do know that um, before I was diagnosed, um, which was 17 years after I was bitten, I was finally diagnosed by uh, um, a nurse practitioner. I walked into her office and said, this is it for me. I, I'm either I'm dying or I'm going to die. I can't live like this anymore. I could, I could only drive a little ways on all some days. I was, I was in bed most of the day on, um, on most days and it just had gotten progressively worse. Oh, the pain, the, um, mind fog, the, um, you know, the confusion. It just had gotten so bad that it really wasn't worth living. And, um, there's, there's a multitude
1: of symptoms. You had mentioned earlier that probably fifty percent of the people do not get the bullseye rash and right. they should be aware of some of the other symptoms. And I have uh, I have three pages of regular typing paper just full of the symptoms
2: mm-hmm.
1: that you can experience and I need to tell our guests that I've known you for a number of years. You were you were my neighbor, you are my neighbor. And you are my friend. And I have seen you suffer. I've seen you on good days. I've seen you on bad days. I haven't seen you on really bad days because nobody sees you then. (laughs) Um, No, nobody does. No. So I I guess one of the things that perhaps we can inform our guests is there are a numerous amount of symptoms that you can experience if you do not get the bullseye rash. If you know you were tick bit, save your tick. Uh, Mo has devised a Tic Tactic kit, which I had mentioned before. And in that kit, you will find the implements that you need to, to safely remove a tick. And you will find a very important sheet, a small booklet that has full color pictures, blown up pictures, and actual size pictures of dog and deer ticks. Uh, the deer tick is the only tick that has red on its body, and that seems to be Mother Nature's way of identifying danger. Danger, and she certainly is dangerous, as Mo is uh, true testimonial to. She can verify that if you are ticked,
2: excuse
1: me, and if you are not diagnosed quite quickly and treated, that this business of Lyme disease can be very serious and can change your entire life. On the other hand, um, one of the reasons that Mo has devised this tic-tactic Kit is because it will allow her to educate the public and make them aware of Lyme disease, make them aware of how to recognize Lyme disease so that when they go to their doctor they can be informed. And she recommends that you take the tick with you. And in her kit is a small... Little bag, clear bag, that you put your tick in, and you just drop right off to the doctor, and you take that tick with you. Um, her partner, Jane, has a partner in this business. His, uh, Mo has a partner named Jane, and Jane was also tick bit. And what happened there, Mo? Well,
0: with- um, it was <laughs> it was a fascinating story. Uh, Jane was unaware that she was bitten. But um, her husband noticed um, near her underarm there was a big red circle um, on her. It's, it helps to have a, um, another person in the house sometimes. And um, so her husband noticed that, and he said, oh, and he immediately recognized it as a bullseye rash. And um, Jane, um, again, had. Um, um, she went to the doctor. The doctor gave her 24 hours of antibiotics. And um, I felt really uncomfortable about that because I didn't feel like that was adequate. If she had the bullseye, it meant that the inflama- inflammatory response, the poison, had gotten through her entire system already. So I felt really uncomfortable with that, and I nagged her, really. And she went up to see um, with me to my Lyme doctor, and she received um, um, a longer term of antibiotics, not not extensive, but a longer term. And... Um, She is just fine today. She has no fatigue issues, no neurological issues. She is out there living her life and uh, enjoying her life, and that's a wonderful thing to see. So if you can catch Lyme disease early, and if you can be treated properly, um, there's a good chance you can get over it.
1: That's wonderful. As a matter of fact, Jane was going to be on our show this evening, but being she's the having a city. good
0: time. Yeah, she's taken
1: off for three weeks on vacation, <laughs> hasn't she?
0: Yes, she has. And she kayaks and she walks and she does everything. Oh.
1: That's just super. I think, I don't know about you, but I'm a little jealous. I think you and I should take three weeks off. What do you think? <laughs> oh, sounds good, huh?
0: Yeah, sounds really nice.
1: <laughs> well, I want everybody to know that Mo has a website for, for Tic Tactic. It's called Lime Alert Incorporated. And the website is www.limealert.com. You can click on there. You can read Mo's story and Jane's story. You can um, order a tic tac kit or one or two or three. There's uh, in the chat room. You have the website. All you have to do is click on that. Um, when I've um, I've had the opportunity to talk to a number of people who are um, Lyme disease survivors, Lyme disease sufferers. Um, a couple of stories, and, um, Mo, I think you know one of the stories, but I don't think I've had a chance to tell you about my second call that I was talking to a young lady uh, not too long ago. She um, lives in Maine, and she was tick-bit. She was not diagnosed immediately. She is... Um, on leave of absence from her job, and her job has to do with uh, Maine Health, believe it or not,
0: Hmm.
1: and uh, at this point in time, when she called and talked with me, and we had a nice chat, um, she was really, that was all she could do to dial the phone, and and I know that there's probably days that, that you're like that too, Mo. Um Especially when you come back from visiting your granddaughter and you've had that long trip, um, this young lady was gonna try and call in tonight if she was able to. Her health is um so bad right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's just uh you could tell that she was suffering when I talked with her, but yeah. she was she had a really good attitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was very impressed with her uh another young lady called from out of state. And she had a very successful chiropractor business. Mm -hmm. She was ticked bit unbeknownst to her. She did get the rash, the bullseye rash. And she went to two or three different doctors, and one of them told her, oh, it's ringworm, and gave her an ointment. Another one said uh, it was some other kind of rash, and, and so on, gave her something else. She never was given antibiotics. This young woman who had a very successful business. When I talked to her about two months ago, she had been in a wheelchair for seven months. She had to close her business. She goes to a hospital. Oh go away. She has um my phone, somebody was trying to call and I just lost my whole train of thought. Back when you get old or have Lyme disease mm. ah. so anyway she goes to a hospital there and they, they are treating her for all the symptoms and all the things that's going on with Lyme disease and there was uh, another group there uh, MS group, no not you Velma, it's Heidi that's trying to call Corey he's this teenage um, what is he Listerio. Anyway,
2: <laughs> all the
1: girls are trying to call Corey, and they know better than to call between 6 and 7 on Thursdays. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there was this little girl. She's probably 9 years old, and she had been diagnosed with MS. And come to find out, after they had met with this um, this young lady, this chiropractor, they had tested her for Lyme disease, and guess what? It wasn't MS. Uh-huh. This little 9-year-old girl had Lyme disease.
0: mm.
1: Um, Another person that I spoke to has, um, and they live here in town, uh, has a granddaughter who's four years old who has Lyme disease who wasn't diagnosed right away. So my point is it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't really matter where you are. If you're on the East Coast, the chances of you having Lyme disease are far more than if you live perhaps in California or Arizona. But Lyme disease knows no boundaries. Um, there are ticks all over the U- United States. There all are ticks over the world. In the world. Um, if you really want to get scared, type uh, Lyme. D- type uh, ticks Australia. Oh my gosh. Have you ever done that mall?
0: No, I haven't. Oh
1: well, let me tell you, they've got a tick, and it just flat kills you.
0: Mm.
1: It truly does. Oh. And it's ugly. I mean. Yeah. Um,
0: They're 100 million years old. Yeah, I mean, they've been announced
1: pre-dinosaurs, ticks and cockroaches, two nasty critters, but boy, are they hardy. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I I did want to mention that um, one of the uh, ways in which the ticks get us is the female deer tick um, is red, as you mentioned, Lois. Also, but they're thinking now that the... Tick that may cause the most damage is the itty-bitty, tiny poppy seed one. The little nymph ticks, the ones that have just um, um, there are four stages, have just come out of the eggs. And um, no, that'd be the second stage. But anyway, the little tiny ticks are just as uh, just as dangerous um, because they they can pick up Lyme disease from a deer or from a from a um, a mouse or a chipmunk or something like that, and then they bite you. So it's not just the adult ones um, that you can easily see, but the reason why there's so many um, people who don't really know that they've been bitten is because they're so teeny. Yeah, because uh, in your kit, there's a magnifying glass as
1: well because Mm -hmm. for that very reason that you really can't see. And because they are so tiny, um, what I advise people to do is, is, uh, if you can't really see it, look for that red. If you see red, then you know that it's most likely a female deer tick. And am I correct when I say that
0: only female deer ticks carry Lyme disease? No, the little nymphs can carry them too. So it doesn't matter if it's a female or not then? It does not matter. The boys oh. can carry it too. The girls um, might stay on longer because they're the females, adults, because they're sucking lots of blood for their, to nourish their eggs. But that doesn't mean that they can't. Uh, the others can't transmit it. They can.
1: Well, see, I, you, you know what? I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't know that it, it that it could be either gender, um, and those baby. little bitty ones.
0: Yeah, those little nasty bitty ones.
1: Wow, you learn something new every day, don't you? I mean,
0: <gasps> you like, do. That's good, right? It was
1: definitely good. I mean, here's you and I. You live. You live ticks. You live ticks, and um, I, I, you know what? I pretty much live them too.
0: Yeah, you're beginning to, aren't you?
1: Yeah, kinda.
2: Of. hmm I wanted
1: to uh, to mention that um, there are many websites that you can go to and get information on dealing with ticks and so on and so forth. Um, One of them is there are six prevention and treatment tips, and my co-host, Corey, is going to tell you about the six prevention and treatment tips.
2: Okay, everybody, we're here talking about Lyme disease, and you need to get out there and enjoy your life, but of course you don't want to get bitten by ticks. So whenever possible, avoid entering areas that are likely to be infested with ticks in, in spring and summer when they're mostly out to feed. They're in a moist shaded environment, so hey, don't go out there in the bushes where it's all wet and you're going to get these little ticks on you and you're going to end up stuck in some bed (laughs) if you don't get found out. (laughs) Other than that, use personal protection measures. You know, wear light colored clothing. I'm wearing white today and then my top is red and I'm wearing white pants, so... I could see a tick if it was there. Actually, the red might be a little bit of a problem seeing a tick against it, but still, that would be good. Tuck your pants into your socks. Keep them away from your skin. They're located close to the ground, so wearing high boots will provide extra protection. Okay. Every time you come home at night, you might want to perform a tick check. Either have you do it, have your mother do it, have your husband or wife do it. Have them have them check you down for ticks. And you know, a tick's going to fall off after a while, so don't let your dogs get in with a tick and jump in your bed because if you do that, the tick may fall off in the bed, suck itself back up, get on you, suck more blood and make you totally <laughs> sick. You are so graphic. Yes, I am. Don't you love it? It's true. It's true, Corey. Oh. Okay. And after you get bitten by a tick, if you do, if you haven't stayed away from them and everything, as we've stressed, go to the doctor, take the tick with you. They'll put you on a series of antibiotics. You take those, and you should be safe. Pretty much, you're pretty much safe all along, Mom, you'd say. Well,
1: yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you take if you take precautions and you are educated, um, we have a motto, and our motto is, "Knowledge is power." And if you have knowledge of what to look for, what to expect, and what to expect from your your physician, that's power. That's truly power. Um, with Mo um, Mo and Jane, their business tic tactic. One of the the reasons that they started this business, as I mentioned, was, yes, educate the public. But it's not always uh, cheap to educate the public. So one of the reasons that they devised this kit was so that they could afford to go to schools, senior citizen centers, um, nursing homes, businesses, and make the public aware make the public aware and not have to charge schools because they they want to come and educate it's uh, with the price of gas which is just going to get higher with the price of things with our economy as it is this kit educates this kit can help you uh, know how to to remove that tick let you know that you've done it properly let you know exactly what you should be looking for and this kit, it gives you that, but it gives Mo and Jane the ability to go around and educate the public because that is one thing that we really need to do is educate the public.
0: Tick,
2: Lyme
1: disease, they are becoming epidemic on the East Coast. It's not going to stop there. If we don't stop it now and if we don't protect ourselves, then this could just spread. I mean, just think about it. They don't have to cross too many bridges. And I, I don't think I've ever seen the tick drown. Have you, Mo?
0: No, it's hard to get them to even freeze. (laughs) Yeah, Um,
1: somebody told me, and I don't even know if it's true, but somebody told me that they they had a tick and um, they put it in a plastic bag. They put it in the freezer and about a week later they took it out and when that little tick thawed out, which I, I guess, you know, it wouldn't take too long for something that small to thaw out, it started walking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, go figure. We need to know how it did that because yeah. I'm sure there's many of us who uh, would like to, to uh, be put in the freezer and be able to come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would, I think. <laughs> yes. That's I have good. also heard that uh, being put in the, even putting in the dryer, um, that's one of the things that people like to say, put your, all your clothes in the dryer. Even that doesn't always kill them. It, it's, I guess it's just going to have to be vigilance. I don't really know um of another way a lot
1: of people say that they go in and they take their clothes off in um uh, in the in the garage or out in the shed or in the middle of the street who knows and uh <laughs> that would be fun huh i wish i lived in that neighborhood
0: yeah no i don't <laughs> i don't think you do
1: <laughs> not with my neighbors huh no it's not my neighbor anymore she'd be beautiful i didn't mean you yeah yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> um And then they go and throw them in the dryer. And as you say, are they protected? Perhaps. Should they still check the clothes? Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: It's really important to, you know, to check yourself and to take precautions and to remove the tick correctly. We haven't talked about that yet. And um, to know the symptoms. So. If you do have this list of symptoms, this bevy of symptoms, that you consider that the problem could be Lyme disease and that you happen to be one of the people who did not get the bullseye rash and didn't see the tick. so. um,
1: Before you, um, I'm going to ask you if you would tell us how to remove a tick, but before you do, I'm going to tell you how not to remove a tick. The first thing is do not... Cover your tick with Vaseline. I mean, come on, here you are giving this little critter that's sucked right into you, this nice little blanket, and he just snuggles under it and says, thank you. Do not take a lit cigarette. Do not take a match head that's hot. Do not take a lighter. Do not take anything hot and put it on the tick. That's not going to do much. It's definitely not going to get the head out, and that's very important to get the head out. Correct, Ma?
0: That is correct. Because the do head not.
1: Is... The, you know what the latest one is? What? Peanut butter. Cover yeah. your tick with peanut butter. <laughs> I mean, are we talking lunch here? Yeah, he's having lunch, but why would you cover your tick with peanut butter?
0: I don't really know. Well, don't really know. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I was told by about maybe 14 different people, most of them men, most of them hunters, that, oh, we take one little tin of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. We just put that on and it smothers them. Guess what, boys and girls, it doesn't smother them. And since I don't want him for lunch, I'd rather have jelly with my peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Don't cover your chick with peanut butter. In uh, your kit, you
0: supply as we recommended supply. By- I we supply tweezers. tweezers and um the um C D C um the Center for Disease Control uh has a protocol which uh talks about how the tick should be removed and you would it would be a good idea to take those tweezers and get it get them placed as close to uh your skin as you possibly can and remove the tick. What you want to avoid is you want to avoid squeezing that tick, so because the poison of the um, Borrelia, um, or the Lyme disease, and the other co-infections are located in the gut, or the stomach of the tick. So if you if you squeeze the tick, you're actually pushing into yourself more and more of the poison. So you want to grab it by the head. And pull it out by the head and uh, try and get every particular part of it that you can sometimes legs are stuck in there, sometimes they burrow in there, you know they really are want to eat so they're not uh, very nice no, they're not very nice and there are there it, there are others it's um as is mo- mo- as are most subjects with Lyme disease um th- there are a couple of other chick removers out there there's one um that um, you kind of scoop out and some pointy tweezers but the important thing is to get the um, get the the tick by the head and pull it out by yes. the head so that you can avoid uh, spilling more of the poison into your system one of the
1: things that that is really it sounds pretty gross and and, and we all know that I do love shock value because sometimes you remember the shock value words, yeah. and, uh, but ticks puke, bottom line, ticks vomit. And when they do, um, that disease and the germs that, that ticks carry, whether it be um, deer tick, dog tick, whatever, they all vomit, they all carry germs. And that's on their outside outside of their body. So if you touch them with your fingers, you could actually transmit that to yourself. Hello
0: Gary. Are you in are you
1: in shock or are you gagging or? Um
0: <laughs> I am gagging and um I well, I hate them, you know. Why would anybody like a tick really? No?
1: I There's can't see horror
0: movies. That's about it. Well, I'll tell
1: you what, um people bring me ticks for presents now, you know.
0: Oh, isn't
1: um it. You gave me a dead deer tick.
0: Mm-hmm. Female. Yeah. That I found in my bed. That was the last time that the cats came and slept in my slept
1: bed. Slept in your bed, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And then
1: uh, there's another lady. She's brought me two ticks. She brought me a dead dog tick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then she brought me a live dog tick. You know, actually, it's right in the back of my PT Cruiser, yeah, and it's in a plastic bag along with probably the... still not dead. Well, that's what I'm just thinking. You know, after the show, I think I'm going to go out and um, pull that envelope out and pull the plastic bag out and see if that tick is still alive because mm-hmm. she gave it to me a week ago. Yeah, they live a long
0: time in a plastic bag. Uh, That's what I found. I was bitten by a dog tick, of all things, a couple of weeks ago, and I I think it's still alive. It's pretty disgusting to think there it is sitting there living on my blood. you still have that? Yes. Oh, you do? Yes.
1: That was one big critter. Yes, it was. And And what was interesting if, if I may say so, is that you got, from the dog tick, you actually had on your back another bullseye rash with a tail.
0: Well, they don't uh, – my doctor wasn't sure that it was exactly a, a bullseye um, because it did have that weird tail on it. And um, he wasn't sure if – you know, it, 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 that, you know a lot, the ticks carry a lot of infection, and that could have been something else, or it could have been that it just flared up the lime that I already have. So it was inconclusive as to why it ended up giving me that big, nasty rash. But ticks are dirty. You're right, Lois.
1: Yeah, they're they're absolutely nasty. nasty. Did you, uh, after that bite a couple of weeks ago, did you uh, have to go back on any special antibiotics or anything?
0: Um, I um, I went... Uh, My doctor did give them to me for that particular tick bite just because I'm relatively vulnerable, but right now I am back on um, antibiotics again. Um, You know, they don't call it chronic Lyme for nothing, and um, it's hard to get rid of it if it's entrenched, and at this point it's in my muscles and in my brain and um, in my heart, and... um, so even though I've been on antibiotics for quite a while, it's uh still
2: not gone. So Well I'm gonna
1: tell I'm gonna tell you a little story about Mo Babicki. She's she's really a, a woman to admire. And I can say this because we've been friends and neighbors for a long time. She um she has a grandson, Ev, and uh Everett and Corey are great buddies. And Mo takes these boys walking they go down to the river. Um, they go and do activities. They went on a boat ride or a, a ferry ride last year, and and they just do things together. And through all the illness, all the pain that Mo suffers, fatigue, and so on. Hey, Link, and um, this woman just keeps going and going and going. There are days I know that that you can't get up, Chris. The so days that you do push yourself and just do things with with Everett and with Corey and or just for yourself. I want you to know that I truly admire you and I value you as a friend and I just think you're a pretty special lady. Oh,
0: thank you. Oh, you're welcome.
1: Is that bring tears to your eyes? Oh,
0: yeah. Well it did
1: mine. Yeah. That made the gift. We
0: all do things under difficult circumstances.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, we all do, definitely. We we do what we have to do,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: some are giving, given a, a heavier burden to bear. And I think that what you um, deal with on a day-to-day basis is pretty um, frightening for, for you. I think it is for any of us to consider that we could possibly be living the same kind of um, pain, having the same kind of pain, having the same kind of fatigue, that you're having because we're not special. We don't uh, the guests aren't going to just leave us alone. <laughs> so uh
0: no, they they like anything that emits carbon dioxide I guess. That's what they seem to like and warmth.
1: Um uh, that leads me things. to something else that um that came up on um C D C and that was that if you're out hiking and Corey has always already mentioned about wearing light clothes and uh, tucking your pants and your socks and so on. If you're if you're out hiking and there's grass or some sort of vegetation and you're walking on a hillside, ticks tend to stay towards the upside of the path. Now, isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah, that is.
1: They did some kind of a study and oh. so they they recommend that you stay towards the middle of the path, but if you're if you're going to walk on one side or the other they suggest you walk on the lower side of the path hmm. as opposed to the uphill side because ticks seem to uh prefer to be on the upside. Maybe they maybe they can get to you easier it helps them run. But you know what? That tick that, that uh I was given that's alive. Yes. Went to put it under the microscope at uh, a manufacturing place. Mm-hmm. I stuck it under there, and, and it was a gallon-sized plastic bag. Do you know I could hardly see him because he runs so fast? Did you know how fast
0: they are? I did because uh, one ran up Jane's leg one day. And, yes, they do run very fast. I I think you assume that they're going to be slow, but they're not. Well, I, I, didn't, I did. I,
1: didn't know that. I did assume that they were slow, Um. And then when I seen this tick, trying to, to look at it under the microscope, because, you know, that is what nightmares are made of. Those are some really ugly critters. <laughs> yes. Really. The dead one that I looked at of the dog tick,
0: uh-huh. oh,
1: my word, it just sent chills up and down my spine.
0: Hmm.
1: And hmm. the the deer tick, the dead one that you gave me, you know what? She's not very pretty either. <laughs> Definitely not.
0: Actually, the uh, female deer tick with her red cloak is the most handsome if you can have a handsome tick.
1: I don't think we can have a handsome tick because I want you to know she sort of sent chills up my spine, too, because they have
0: their bodies,
1: when, when we look at them in pictures, unless yeah. it's really highly detailed picture that's large, you really don't see that they have this rim around them like, like a... a there was dinosaurs that had these these big fan like things on their head, like Triceratops or something. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Hey, Soby is here. See?
0: Oh, Soby.
1: Hi, Soby. Soby from Minnesota. Hi,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Sis. Uh, when I looked at this, it has this rim like that Triceratops has around that fan, and it was um,
2: modeled
1: looking color wise, brown and tan. Mm-hmm. And then you can see uh, it really doesn't have a head. It only has like it's not. They don't even call it a mouth. Um, it doesn't have an actual head. It's a part that we consider it a head because it's separate. You know, it has a joint,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, but they they say online that it's not actually considered a head. It's just a feeding tube, a two little feeding tubes that they just suck right into you.
2: Feeding
0: tube, huh? Gross. Mm, it is gross, and supposedly it has eyes, but I don't know. I don't think they look like regular, like people eyes or animal, other animal eyes.
1: I looked to I, see, you know,
0: I looked. Tell at me, the, me about the eyes. The eyes are the windows of the soul. I bet. Well, you they say. are four. <laughs> obviously.
1: They're soulless. They have no soul.
0: Mm-hmm. Whoa,
2: whoa.
1: Uh, Oh, jeez. My computer almost went to sleep. Huh. It blinked at me. and am like, oh, what is that? Mm-hmm. Bubbles. But um, I don't know. I just, I was never very aware of ticks before I met you. Um, you brought an awareness into my life that, Hopefully, you will be able to share with a lot more people. And uh, I just think that knowledge is power. And what you are doing is to be admired. I just think that this is the greatest idea that you had. (laughs) Tic-tac-tic. That's the word. Two words.
0: Tic-tac-tic. Tic-tac-tic.
1: Tic-tac-tic. Oh, so you do it better than I.
0: (laughs) Maybe I'll have a little more practice. (laughs) (laughs) When... uh, when
1: you were interviewed on Bill Green's main show, mm-hmm.
0: it
1: was really kind of cute. Um, of course, we had to watch that segment because you were on it, and um, the two newscasters both tried to say tic tac and they sort of stumbled on it, and that gave me quite a chuckle. <laughs> and I know that you were on WCFH Channel 6 News, and... Uh, uh WMTW Channel 8 did a segment. And what was the other one doing uh, with what? New
0: England Cable Network. We were fortunate enough to be on there.
1: And didn't that cover like, like Boston? I mean Massachusetts, Vermont. Oh, yes, it, Vermont it, all and,
0: of New England, yeah. Yes,
1: that's what I thought. Yeah. And uh, so I can say that, I can pretty safely say that you are educating the public. You are making people aware Um I understand that there are online. There are all kinds of uh, Lyme support groups.
0: Yes, there are. There are, which is which is really uh, nice. Some of them um, are statewide, so you know you have to be part of the state, or and, and But a lot of them are just uh, the Lyme information websites. One of them, I think, is LymeNet, and uh, you know people devote there their lives and their time to maintaining these sites so that's that's a wonderful thing and there is Lyme Disease Association
1: and uh. And then there's uh, there's another one on Yahoo there's a Yahoo group for Lyme Disease also oh
0: I didn't even know about that yeah
1: there's a uh uh, yeah if you type in your search engine Lyme Disease Yahoo group it'll take you right over there and all you have to do is sign up and And um, I belong to a couple of Yahoo groups myself. They're not Lyme disease. I belong to the Morgellons. Um, Welcome, quite cool. I belong to the Morgellons website because I have a family member out west who suffers from Morgellons, which is a whole other story. But um, my understanding is that there are many people who have Morgellons that also have Lyme disease underlying this Morgellons disease,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. so they might just kind of go hand in hand, and they don't know what causes Morgellons, and uh, fortunately for us, we do know what causes Lyme disease, so it can be avoided.
0: Yes, yes, we're a little bit further ahead with Lyme than Morgellons, although they keep evolving, you know, which is the way the world goes, Um, so it's it's something to be vigilant about.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. Um, there's another oh geez I belong to so many I belong to needle punch Yahoo groups and uh, that's mm-hmm. where you punch a needle mm-hmm.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: joke, that was a joke guys <laughs>
0: um,
1: just there's a, there's an awful lot I actually belong to a homeschooling um, Yahoo group also which is really a super a super site so if you're a homeschooler you might want to check that out if you do needle punch quilting I mean Yahoo really offers an awful lot, and um, another question that I had for you, Mo, because we, we don't have very much time left, um, is theres is there, I'm trying to think how to say this, um, there's some controversy about Lyme disease uh, between um, government and the public and um, doctors and insurance companies. Is that correct?
0: Yes, is there, there kind is. of
1: controversy happening about Lyme disease and, and ticks?
0: Um well there are there are different standards that the government has than maybe um some physicians have for diagnosing Lyme, like the Western blot test, you know. What what is the significant level of uh Lyme antibodies? You know, what the to cause Lyme. And um then there's another um controversy about uh treatment. Um should it be antibiotics. Um, is there such a thing as chronic Lyme even? Even that's controversial, although hopefully that's being resolved. There was a uh, lawsuit brought by Attorney General Blumenthal in Connecticut um, saying that the um, some of the guidelines uh, for treating Lyme may not have been impartial, impartially determined, and um, that way a lot of people were not able to receive the uh, treatment that they really needed. So that seems to be um it's a lot of people have worked on this um you know, I suppose it's a relatively new new quote unquote found disease uh since nineteen seventy five although there is some there is some um there is some who there are some who believe that um Lyme has always been around but for some reason it's uh enjoying on a resurgence, not us little diseases in Japan yeah. and resurgence. So it was cited in um, Al Gore's um, book, An Inconvenient Truth, as a consequence of global warming because, of course, in the wintertime those ticks um, have extra months because of the global warming to um, to to survive yeah. and that way bite people. So.
1: I have uh, a question from the chat room. Uh, Soviet 923 says... When does it actually get into the system, when the tick bites you?
0: Um, I believe that it does. The, um, the That is not part of the guidelines. The guidelines would say that the tick needs to be on you for feeding for 36 hours. Um, I I would believe that if that's what happened to me, but I know that tick was only on me for just a, a few minutes. Um Maybe maybe it was on for an hour and how I know is because I never wear shorts and that particular day I had shorts on. <laughs> and Ow. it bit me <laughs> above my knee where, you know, usually I would have long pants on. Yeah. So, um, I knew when it bit me. I saw it and um so to me, um, they say it takes a while for the poison to come out of the gut and and um get into uh the person's go through the person's immune barrier and blood barriers and skin barriers. Um, but I think it may be faster than what um, the official guidelines say. That's my opinion. I was
1: talking to a uh, human resources nurse for, uh,
2: for another
1: state. Uh, she works from a state house in another state. And she asked me if um, I had heard that there is a new resistant strain of Lyme disease. And I told her, no, I hadn't heard that. So she gave me a, a website to go to and there's uh, it's right now it's, it's almost what i would call a rumor that mm-hmm. they these were medical professionals that were saying uh or scientists actually medical scientists that were saying that it could take only up to 4 hours oh really and that um that there is uh does appear to be a strain of Lyme disease that is not um Taken care of by antibiotics that, that are the common antibiotics used at this point in time, and so they're going to be delving into that and doing their testing and so on. And so hopefully, hopefully it's not true. But you know what? If they've found it one, um, there's always that chance that this is something that could be coming about. I do believe that global warming does have something to do with the high incidence of ticks and Lyme disease that we're having that we're experiencing now.
0: Mhm. And it's also important to know which I just forgot. This <laughs> is one of Lyme disease symptoms. But uh, well, my my
1: excuse is old age. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's the excuse I I use because uh, unfortunately I can be sitting here and go, hmm, what in the heck was I saying? Ah. I
0: oh. ah. Well, I can't remember. Oh, well, oh I know what I wanted to say. But it out quick. That's how, Okay, quick. It, there is no cure for Lyme disease. There may be resistant strains, but there is no cure. Nobody can say absolutely that they can. it can be abated. It stays in your system. You, once you've bitten, you test positive for the rest of your life.
1: And it's
0: no, a, it no, can lay
1: dormant for, for a long period of yes, time also.
0: It, supposedly it has a cystic form that, um, you know, if, if it gets upset, if, if it thinks that you're pounding it with antibiotics or that you're feeling great, it, it, it kind of uh, retreats and curls up in a little ball and waits till maybe you're a little bit more vulnerable and then just shoots out and starts multiplying again. Mm. Sneaky little thing.
1: Yeah, it certainly sounds that way. I just want to remind everybody that Mo has a website for the kit that she has um, created to help protect you by knowledge and to supply you with what's needed to properly remove a tick. Um, it's www.lime, That's www.lymealert.com. You can go there. You can read Mo's story and Jane's story. You can order a kit there. You can order 10 kits. You can order however many you want. Get them for your friends, your neighbors, your family, your loved ones. Um, It's never too early or too late to be protected.
2: Mo, when you took off that tick many years ago, did you use tweezers?
0: Nope, I did not. I never even knew that a tick would bite a person. I just... Uh, I guess I pulled it off. I probably, maybe I gave myself Lyme disease, huh? <laughs> Unknowingly.
1: No, I don't think so. But, you know, back, back 18, 19 years ago, people weren't
0: aware of Lyme disease. They were not. And, and we're at a big advantage now. There might be more ticks, but uh, there's more information out there, and more uh, of the medical community is aware that it needs to be treated. So things have improved drastically just even in the last couple of years. It's been pretty wonderful. Well, and, and another
1: thing is, uh, uh, once again, going back to, the, to your motto, knowledge is power, by spreading the word, one of the things that I've seen coming about, and I'm sure you've seen coming about, is that big companies, telephone companies, electric companies, people who have employees, uh, construction companies, uh, people that have employees that work out, in areas where, where ticks could be a real problem, are starting to make sure that their employees have some sort of protection that they carry with them. Uh, that is that is just awesome. I mean, it's employee, employers caring about their employees' health. Yes, it, it uh, eliminates a lot of downtime if their employees are protected. But bottom line is, by getting the word out, employers know that they can keep downtime from happening quite so much they can protect their employees and themselves it's really it's really stupendous it's like um, it's like those dominoes you hit that first one and the word goes out and those little dominoes fall and more people know about it and more people are protected no pe- more people know exactly what to do and how to do it and what to watch for i mean it's pretty awesome Mo, we've got two minutes left. Is there anything you'd like to say in closing? In
0: closing?
1: Yes, I mean, look, um, 60 minutes, it went pretty fast, huh? Yes,
0: it really did. I would like to say that while I was talking with you, there was a little hummingbird right outside my window. He's still there. And I thought that was very nice, that it was bringing beauty and cheer, no matter where you are and what you're doing. That would be what I would like to say.
1: Well, I want to thank you very much for being a, a guest on our show, for being a part of our show. Uh, I see that. Vu Teresa, welcome. You just start catching our last one minute, hon, but it's good to see you. Um, I want to thank you, Mo, for being my guest, our guest, Corey and I, and I know that our chat room people
2: are uh, a lot more aware of what to look for and what to do. Yes, so if you want to get the show on archive, you just wait about 15, 20 minutes after the show's over. Go to the page, Blog Talk period slash Serious Business. And, of course, we're on iTunes under the name Serious Business or under mainly Lowy. And you can get the archive. You can rate the show, which you do that by clicking the play button beside the episode number. And then you click, if you want, one star, two star, three star, five star, whatever. I missed four, but... You get the picture. So you can check that out and rate us. I'm so glad you guys have joined us. I'm so glad Mo was our guest tonight. And I'd like to say I'm Corey Lejeune. I had a great night here with you guys talking about ticks. And now now I've got to eat, and I don't know if I can, because I'm afraid someone's going to puke on me or something. (laughs) A chick? Probably going to be a chick puking on me. So here's mainly low, everyone, love y'all night. Mm Mm-hmm a riot. At
1: least he wasn't talking about the food I cooked, you know. Yes,
0: he wasn't talking about
1: that. Thank goodness, because tonight we had good old chop suey.
2: <laughs> mm. Mm. So,
1: anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I can't even tell you what next week's topic is. I've had three or four suggestions from people that would like to have uh, a show. So I'm going to have to sort of like throw everything in a hat, and I'll pull it out. So I suggest that you please... Check in on the home page of radio and click on serious serious business and not so serious business and check out what next week's show is.
0: We have zero
1: seconds. Good night.
0: Good night.
1: Alright. That's it. We're done.
0: Hang up. You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio, the future of radio. www.itsyourradio.com